1492, Columbus got us a day off school. <laughs> Welcome to the Rendezvous podcast. Uh, we got a treat for you fellas today, you uh, ladies and gentlemen listening. Holy shit, dude. Jacek and Zach are back on. Finally. Is that the is that the treat? Yep. Howdy, folks. Hi. <laughs> Jacek finally got tired of my bitching and uh, broke down and drove the five minutes to my house to get the laptop. After you specifically reminded him at 5.30 p.m. Right on the dot. Sudden alarm and everything. <laughs> I knew you did. Yep. Yep. Jacek's also dealing with a pretty shitty computer, so if he sounds bad, you'll have to forgive us. Yeah. So, uh... Okay. Yeah, this is a great onward. start. <laughs> huh? This is a great start. Yeah. Well, it's not as bad as our last start. Hey, Those are you know, our, our, last chem- start. our chemistry's off. It, it, this is the first time in about a month that the four of us have been together. So, well, actually, about two months because Jacek wasn't on the last time I was on here. Yeah. Yeah. Jacek's been a fucking rat bastard. Jacek hasn't been on since August. Yeah, let him explain himself. What's been going on, bud? Yeah, Jacek, fill the people in on your life the last two months. No. Oh, there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Still the same old Jacek, huh? Uh, so you aren't going to explain your elk hunt or deer, deer hunt hunts maybe? you've been on or nothing? Not on this podcast. This podcast ain't about that. Oh, okay. Since when? <laughs> well, I thought we were talking about other things on this podcast. Yeah, this and one. catching up with you since you've been gone for a goddamn month and a half. Oh. I mean, we are an outdoors podcast. Okay, well, I've been... So, basically, from the time that these guys left for college, I started hunting pretty heavily. Between elk hunting and deer hunting and helping other folks hunt. And just... And then going to work, pretty much on my days off, all I do is hunt. And then I get back home late and don't want to drive the five minutes to Davis's house. So I finally did. About good on you. Four or five so, days ago. J6 over here is fucking guiding our Mexican friend Bob and Earl on well, some deer hunts I, I, last I, week. I, I wouldn't say I was guiding. I was just along there to help and uh, provide some knowledge. Who was guiding then? Nobody. We, we Nobody. Just, just you're just hanging out. Yeah. yeah just so out hunting. my theory is Jacek was letting them guide themselves because he knew where the monster mule is because he killed it that very night. <laughs> yeah. And just bastards. Let them take the smaller ones. <laughs> I mean, Bob and Earl still got pretty nice muleys, but Jacek definitely got the better pick of the three. Well, see, their two mule deer weren't even anywhere near where I shot mine. They were hunting on on some land just just outside of town, like oh, ten miles east of town. I was I was out further east. So why didn't you take him to where you killed yours? Because I don't take anyone there. Now, let me, if I may, 
we're Derek and Earl or Bob and Earl's bucks for those on private or like state land. Private. Was yours on private too? No. Public. You shot you shot yours on public? Yes. Fuck. So I couldn't help it noticing the pictures. You guys must have had to take off all your orange because only one person was wearing orange. And that was art of all people. Well, when you're hunting in the state of Wyoming, if you're the only person that is required to wear orange is the person carrying a firearm. Art didn't shoot a... Was he carrying a gun? No, he's just dumb. And Bob and, so, Bob and Earl did take off their orange because it looks shitty in pictures. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so are you going to explain your elk hunt at all? Yeah, my elk hunt, it was a little... Uh, I'll, I'll briefly explain in this episode. I think we ought to do one that goes in depth more here later. Maybe towards right. the end of all the hunting season when we're all done hunting. But... Well, Davis and I ain't got any stories for that other than we ain't seen shit. Yet, yet. Just wait till I hop on, hop in your truck, then we'll start seeing shit. Oh, okay, you think you're like a good omen or something? No. <laughs> All right. Anyway, go in, brief detail on your elk hunt. Well, it was real hot. First part of the month was hot and it was slow, and I think the seasons were a little off, which pushed the rut off. But I got it. I I snuck in on a bull about sixty five yards and got him down. Decent. He's not a big six point. He's just a nice bull. Um. But that that's about all I'll share here. I mean, there were there were bigger bulls around. <laughs> so. Are you, what what drainage? I ain't telling. Yeah, dude, you think he's going to give up the drainage he was in? Are you kidding me? I'll give that you was the with good... your bow, right? Yeah. Elk was with bow. Uh, this deer I killed with his rifle. I'll let you listeners in on a secret. It was in the Bighorn Mountains. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. Yeah, because <laughs> Jacek's the only person that kills an elk on the Bighorns. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, I've so I've never bow hunted before. How is like sixty five yards like a average distance, or is that like a pretty long? That's that's pretty far. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And that that's your first one with your with your bow. Second. Second. Okay. <laughs> Please excuse the sudden interruption. While recording, Carter's head was slammed into a door by an obnoxious roommate and required some minor medical attention. The interruption was filled with an expletive rant that we thought was better left unheard by our listeners. Well, while Carter's cleaning up, I guess I'll fill the listeners in on why I've been gone. It's nowhere near as exciting as hunting on all my days off. Um, so pretty much, I'm a education major, social studies broadfield, which means I want to be a history teacher. And uh, that means I have to read about, I don't know, 100 pages plus a night, which is about enough to make you want to stick a gun in your mouth. But, you know, whatever. So while these guys are recording episodes and making fools of themselves, I'm reading about uh, the fall of the Ottoman Empire and a lot of like 
stuff about Indians, which we'll get to in a little bit. And then on top of that, I'm working and I'm a uh, I'm refereeing, which has been quite an experience for me. Uh, I mean, I don't have as many fun stories as Davis has from refing, but I've only been doing it about a year, so yeah. Don't come, don't come. Yeah, but uh, one thing is for sure, I am. I'm not a shitty ref. There are much shittier refs in uh, Bozeman Davis than me. Davis can attest to that one, too. Yep. <laughs> I've been getting my ass chewed every Friday night. Yep. So it, it just comes with it. My first ass chewing from a coach came last week, and I was just like, whatever, dude. Uh, yeah. Yep, pretty much. Get, but it, it's fun, it, and it's a different perspective, too, on the game. I mean, you know, my only experience with football is either being on the field playing it or sitting in the stands watching it. And when you're right there on the sideline, it's a different it's a different perspective on the game. So it's it's been a it's been cool. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, now we're all back, at least for this episode. The gang is back together. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh. Let's move on to Columbus, yeah? Yeah, do we want to do that first, or do we want to talk about aliens first? We'll, we'll end on aliens. All right, we'll end on a good Happy note. Spooktober. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I Zach, guess I got the, some stuff the, to say on this. You're the strong right-winged uh, Republican in this group. <laughs> so uh, we'll let you start. Yeah, so... For those of you out there that don't know, uh, there's a big debate around the country about whether or not we should celebrate uh, Columbus Day because he is a genocidal uh, freak. Like SpongeBob, uh, right? Or I guess SpongeBob's yeah. racist or SpongeBob's something. Yeah, racist, something about SpongeBob being a colonial some something or other dumb thing. Uh, honestly, I, I could give a shit either way if we celebrate Columbus Day or in, uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. The real problem I have with it is that this this thing, Indigenous Peoples Day, is just like a cramming down your throat of look at how diverse we are. And honestly, I could I could give a shit, right? I, I don't care where you come from or who you are. Uh, it's not it's just not important to me, right? I'm not going to treat you differently because you're an Indian. I'm not going to treat you differently because you're Pakistani or you're Mexican, whatever. So that's that's my biggest gripe with it. Um, I love but, people. Uh, I love the liberals calling him a fucking idiot and a retard for thinking North America was India. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. it's like that dude navigated across the fucking Atlantic Ocean using stars. Yeah. And half these liberals need their phone to get to Walmart every day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, even the the ship technology was pretty much brand new. I mean, they had ships, but not ships that could withstand, uh, you know, the the currents of an ocean. You know, yeah. so even even uh, captaining a ship would have been a feat in and of itself. Uh, but plus making it across to some other land. The other thing I want to, I want to point out is they make it sound like Christopher Columbus just slaughtered, uh, the native peoples in in droves. And while he did enslave some of them, the most, uh, the biggest thing that 
caused that killed those native people were was disease something he didn't intentionally mean to bring it just happened uh you know well, and, it, it it was a tough time back then meanwhile the aztecs killed their enemies by taking out the beating heart right while they were still alive yeah so you know it's like, like who's to say who's to point fingers you know and say oh he's he's evil because he's white you know yeah, he wasn't even that white. He was he's Spanish. He's probably he? pretty tan himself. <laughs> he was Ita- was or, he Italian or French? No, no, he was England. Well, he sailed for He uh, sailed for Spain, but he oh, was Spain. He was actually Portuguese, I think. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, he was probably pretty brown himself. Um Yeah, so it's I don't know. It's just this outrage over over nothing i mean not to say it's nothing but i mean the guy definitely discovered this area <laughs> uh, not necessarily america but because he landed in uh uh i guess what's now like the dominican republic in the caribbean uh but was still the first one to cross over the ocean and into this area um uh, into the southern part of North and Central America, because the yeah. Vikings had sailed over here before that. Right. So. And so did um, the Knights Templar. <laughs> yeah. No, there's some good evidence. Uh, you want a good show to watch? It's Oak Island. First of Oak skip Island. Ahead. Yeah, skip ahead a couple seasons because the first two seasons are pretty much the same. But. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking so, of new seasons, there's a new season of Meat Eater coming to Netflix on the 17th. Oh, really? I think that's yeah. the last season, yeah. Um, they started to make a lot of progress in the last couple of years. But anyway, it's it's like you said, Davis, it's no small feat to cross an ocean, <laughs> you know, and it gave way to, uh, to the country we have today. So... Well, especially I think there's a little bit of celebration that needs to go on. Thousands of miles wide, like yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's no small feat, and we're not. It's not like we're celebrating the fact that you know native cultures ultimately did end up dying off because of this, but it's the technological uh, feat, right? It's the it's the spectacle of what happened. Well, I mean, like, Native American cultures died off more so in, like, the 18 and 1900s, though, when he came over in 1492. Well, right, but if Columbus never sails over here, how many Europeans moved over to this to this continent? Well, I it mean, w- it would have happened, happened. Yeah, it would have happened eventually. It's not like just because Columbus came over in the 1400s that somebody wouldn't have done it in the 1500s, 1600s, you know? Right, but what I'm saying is that native culture was at its most nativeness the minute before Columbus stepped onto uh, the ground, you know, in, in the south. Yeah, that's what I I'm mean, saying. you're not wrong. It'd be the same argument of, you know, whoever came after him did it, too. So let's uh, move on to Indigenous Peoples Day since it's the same day. And uh, you guys have anything to – should we just move into Herrera now? (laughs) Yeah, we could. I mean basically Indigenous Peoples Day is a celebration of 
indigenous people instead of Christopher Columbus, which again, like I just said, we're not celebrating Christopher Columbus because he, because of the you know amount of natives that died, we're celebrating because of the incredible feat that he accomplished, right? So yeah, sure. why not make why not celebrate both the same day? Why does it have to be one or the other? Sure, yeah. we can we can celebrate uh, American Indians today, or I guess it would have been yesterday, but why does it have to be one or the other? Yeah, who knows? Because it's 2019 and everybody gets butthurt about everything. Yeah, it's identity there's so politics, many, there's, and that's what this whole thing boils down to. It's identity politics. Yeah, and hell, man, there's so many new holidays nowadays. Like, yeah. example, please. <laughs> Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> Can a holiday be a whole month? <laughs> the Because I wouldn't say Pride Month is a holiday. It's a mental illness type of thing. Mental illness aware day. Or fuck, mental yes awareness day, my bad. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, like not that mental illness isn't a big deal. I'm just saying, like there's so many days that politics are creating now to celebrate specific things that, you know, like ten maybe even like five years ago weren't that big of a deal, and now everything's just blowing up. <laughs> so this yeah. this month is um. Bully Awareness Month. It's Hispanic. See, shouldn't it be Breast Cancer Awareness it's, Month? It's well, I was getting there. You okay. drunk fuck. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's um Hispanic Heritage Month, and it's Save the Boobies Month. Dude, I'm, you happy? I feel like I'm a little concussed from that fucking door. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so. One particular Native American has made the news recently, for the most part around here at least, um, Clavin Herrera. Yeah. He, uh, what, he's from the Crow Reservation just uh, north of Sheridan on the southern part of Montana that goes along I-90. And he used to be a game warden. La, uh, in January 2014, him and a couple buddies crossed over the Montana border and proceeded to poach three or four elk. Yeah. Oh. Well, in that instance. Well, that's what they were caught for, Jacek. Yeah, they were caught for having three bull elk uh, out of season without a license in Wyoming. With the fourth elk body nearby, but they couldn't tie him to it. Right. So it this case um, gets made. There are a bunch of elk always poached north of Sheridan in the Bighorn Mountains. And there's a game warden in Sheridan who was looking into it. Ended up um, seeing a photo of Clavin Herrera on a blog site or whatever, a commentary yes. site. It's like a trophy hunting uh, blog website. Yeah. And so he goes out to the same spot, matches the pictures with the surrounding terrain and trees and stuff using science and whatnot. <laughs> and, I don't know if that's science. That might just be no, common it's, sense. It's science. No, it's, it's like the same thing when you have a, like you a have murder, have you the, have a forensic scientists who come in and analyze what happened. 
Yeah, because he retook the pictures in the same exact spot, matching tree branches and oh, shit. Literally the same spot. Yeah. Oh damn. No, All right. didn't just okay. go out in the Bighorn Mountains. Well, I mean, like, here, you could, there's you could, a picture. You're under arrest. No, yeah, you could like compare spot. the picture to your surroundings. Like, I, that's I, science. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole major I've, you can have. Okay. Okay. Think, anyway, whatever. I think Carter might be concussed, but <laughs> shit, dude, I don't know the the c word, yeah. the the c word that shall not be named. Concussions don't exist. So, anyways, Herrera and his buddies get arrested. His buddies uh, plead guilty. Herrera in the Wyoming court, um basically argues that it's his hunting right and the Wyoming court comes back and says, no, you can't argue that because it has already um, been argued in court before with um, uh, Crow tribe of Indians versus Repsis in 1995. Yeah. What's interesting about the, about his argument uh, is he argues the supremacy clause, which if I don't know if you guys know, but the Constitution, uh, Article One, Section Six, states that the uh, all treaties and like laws passed by the federal government are the supreme law of the land, meaning that all the states have to comply with those laws. Um, and so, there's been several other cases, not necessarily uh, applying to hunting, but with native tribes and treaty rights. And the treaties usually, the courts have ruled in favor of tribes because states can't violate uh, federal treaties. So that's, that's one of the big issues here in this, in this argument. But like you said, there's legal precedent from the Crow tribe of Indians versus Repsis, where they said, that's not the case that Wyoming statehood abrogated the treaty rights. Yeah. So, um, basically in the Wyoming court, he argues Oh, he just didn't know where he was and knowing he's going to appeal to a higher court makes it to the Supreme court last year about this time and gets argued, um, that based on the Millie Lacks tribes of Indian versus, uh, Minnesota, that state, when a state becomes a state, it doesn't override the treaty. And also that, um, the Bighorn for National Forest or any national forest isn't considered occupied land of the United States because the 1885 treaty with the Crows, um, second treaty of Fort Laramie, specifically states that the Crow tribe can hunt on their surrendered lands as long as they are um, inhabited or uninhabited. uninhabited. Yeah. Um, by the people of the United States and as long as game still is found thereon. So he ended up winning the case. It was a five to four case ruling in the Supreme court. It got kicked back down to the Wyoming court. And basically the, the ruling was such that the state of Wyoming becoming a state and the Bighorn national forest do not consider this land is occupied. And so being kicked back down to the state of Wyoming court, the state of Wyoming will get to basically determine um, if it was occupied 
like how close a, they were to a building or something like that. Or they might argue that there's still a need for conservation of the elk herd, that you can't just kill um, elk anytime you want. Yeah, so, so basically, like what you're describing, the, the Supreme Court decision, they didn't necessarily make a decision. They remanded the court or the, the case back to the Wyoming Supreme Court, which means that it has to be retried in the Wyoming Supreme Court with new facts. So, but that would be what you're, what you're saying pretty much new facts requiring conservation, all these different things. The, the Wyoming, the state of Wyoming has to come up with a new argument basically. It, and it can get kicked back to the sur- Supreme Court and probably will at least two more times. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it can after it's been remanded. It can, it can get kicked back. But I don't know about two. I'm sure they'll probably figure it out within. Because, I mean, if if Wyoming changes their argument to a need for conservation, that can definitely get kicked back to the Supreme Court. And then you have the Supreme Court ruling on a conservation issue rather than a state's right issue because it changes um, what exactly the Supreme Court is ruling on. If that makes sense. No, it does. But do you really think it'll get kicked back to the Supreme Court two more times? Perhaps. At least one more time. Well, at least once, but I feel like they'd figure it out. If the state of Wyoming does it right, well, gives them a good enough argument. I mean, the state of Wyoming can argue basically that in the early 1900s, the elk herd was basically demolished from that part of the Bighorn Mountains and was nowhere to be found around there. Same with deer and other. Um, large big game mammals and they can argue that based on the treaty says as long as game can be found there on that core's getting to you dude yeah so as long uh, as long as game can be found there on they can argue that since game was once removed from that area and had to be um replaced um by humans that they have forfeited that treaty right they can also argue that they can't just kill any time of year because of need of conservation they can also argue that every crow tribe member can't just go kill as many elk as they want for need of conservation they have a lot of stuff they can argue so basically what we're saying is if you're one of the people working this case you should tune in and take our advice you'll win um no don't do that <laughs> no hey if, if you're arguing there's a need for conservation um that w- should win in the supreme court too if it doesn't then then we're in trouble big time because it yeah. means any if- any native american anywhere can go anywhere on their surrendered lo- surrendered lands which is basically all of the united states and kill as many animals as they want if there's no need for conservation and that is a huge problem that will never happen well i mean i know we can count on one thing though you know how liberals get all butthurt about hunting and stuff yep yeah they'll definitely vote in our favor Mm, well not if it means siding against a native american tribe Oh, whatever. Would they rather side against the Native Americans or would they let the Native Americans kill everything they saw? See, and that's the problem in this case. In this case, there's so many different um, 
groups of people that want it to go a specific way that it's right. it's not so, just republic you have liberal and republican hunters and yeah. fishers you have republican and liberal um people that are both for um native american rights it, it's not a it's not a right wing or left wing issue this this case so it's it's very complicated yeah so I guess what what I'm hearing from you, if the Wyoming if Wyoming changes its argument to conservation, that necessarily wouldn't be heard by the the uh, Supreme Court of the United States because it's more of a state issue to go in front of the reason that this this last case made it all the way to the Supreme Court was because uh, Herrera argued the Wyoming uh, Wyoming violated the supremacy clause, which is the U.S. Constitution. It's a constitutional issue. So it's. I think it'd be smart of the state of Wyoming to change this to a conservation argument since it's been remanded back and to the Wyoming Supreme Court. The and then, it, then at the Supreme Court, the Wyoming Supreme Court's decision would be final. Well, no, not necessarily because there's been a lot of laws passed at the national level for need of conservation in the early and mid-1900s. Right, that but they don't have anything to do with uh, this with the Supreme Court or sorry, the the U.S. Constitution. They're just federal laws. Well, I mean, like, but I su- feel like it would make it could make it back to the Supreme Court. It would probably just take longer to make it back than it would probably go to a federal to- court. Then it wouldn't go to the Supreme Court if it's in violation of a federal law. Yeah, but the Supreme Court can rule on federal laws, so there is a potential. Right, but I don't think the I, I don't think the Supreme Court would pick this up again. Well, I mean, like I said, they could pick it up again. It would probably just take years and years compared to I don't know how long did it take for him to pick it up the first time. About five years. Five years. Yeah. Well, it'd probably take longer than five years if it came up again. So. Yeah. So. Uh, well, we'll kind of end on this. Um, Wyoming is the only state in the West that has that does not have a way for Native Americans to hunt on their surrendered lands. Other states like Colorado, Montana, Idaho, North South Dakota, they all have laws which basically say you get so they give the native American tribes that have surrendered land in that state. So many big game licenses to hunt with. And, um, Wyoming is the only Western state that does not do that. So basically, um, I could, that is a very real possibility of that happening. Yeah. Yeah. What you'll probably see is a a law that will do, will probably regulate hunting on uh, reservation lands or lands acknowledged by treaty. Well, I mean, treaty. I could, I could see a law coming into play, just what Davis was talking about, giving out set amount of tags to Native Americans who. Yeah, have there will probably be like a lottery system for, uh, hunting licenses and whatnot. Yeah, which kind of sucks because then it takes away hunting licenses from like everybody else in the state. But then again, that's makes it harder for Jasic to draw an elk tag three years in a row. Bastard. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> so, but I mean, then again, that's, uh, 
that was kind of the point of like the Fort Bridger, Fort Laramie treaties was to give these people rights as we were taking their land for them. So it kind of sucks for us being yeah. hunters, but it's also fair to them, I guess, like Native Americans. Well, yeah, I agree with that. What other... Uh... They they surrendered their lands and they got money for it. It's completely fair. Well, I know, but like when you're talking, yeah, about, that's what he just said. I, well, well, I mean, the yeah, money, they got mo- they got money for it, but like the Crow Reservation in northern Wyoming and part of Montana, like that place is run down. It's disgusting. They don't have any money. I mean. <laughs> What, like, what? if they need, hang food, on. We need should... we need to address something here real quick, though. The Fort Laramie Treaty did not pay them for the lands. It said, "This is your reservation. This is where you need to stay." There the was Fort Laramie Treaty. There. Well, no, not, no, no, not there much. Was mo- there was a money exchange there. It wasn't the for Fort the land, Bridger, though. The, the Fort money, Bridger Treaty the money gave the was money, for... and the, the Second Laramie Treaty gave the money. And when that's they what we're discussing. It. It the Second Lar- that they the were... second Treaty of Fort Laramie. Okay. Well, okay. So, well, the just first one the just gave them said... reservation. The treaty, just because the treaty said that they were supposed to be given money doesn't mean it happened because the treaty was signed and made. It goes to Congress and Congress has to ratify the treaty. And what Congress would do almost every time is they would change the amounts of money. And sometimes that money wasn't always for the land. It would go for other services like providing uh, farm equipment and stuff like that because during this time – well, it's a little bit before, but it's all leading up to the De- General Allotment Act in the 1880s, which basically is an assimilation policy that turns uh, that forced Native Americans to settle onto you know strict plots of land and become farmers. All these treaties were attempts to end the Native way of lifestyle, right? Because the uh, Crow and all these Montana tribes followed the buffalo herds. But you can't have that when you have settlers coming out here who want to farm. So what do you do? You try and force them to become farmers. But that money, like I said, wasn't always given. Just because it was promised, but it wasn't always given. Or when it, what was originally promised would be changed later on when Congress would go to ratify it. So it happened all over, not just on the Crow Reservation, but all across Montana. You would have uh, money being set aside or being promised and wouldn't always show up it would go it wouldn't be just for farm tools too there were promises to establish education uh like schools and stuff on the reservations and that never really happened well i mean yeah why do you think they made three different treaties in wyoming because the government wasn't paying the native americans what they said they were gonna well and it was so they had to like it was mostly to keep the peace too because you have to remember 1860 the first fort laramie treaty is 1852 and the second one's 1868 you have the bozeman trail running right up through sheridan and up into bozeman so you have settlers going along here and at the same time you have the sioux waging war on the crow you have the blackfeet waging war on the crow all of that is right along the bozeman trail so the the fort laramie treaty set up the forts we have fort phil carney right which is pretty close to sheridan uh Fort Reno and was it Fort C.S. Smith, I think, are all right above Casper uh, to protect settlers along the way. And it was also to establish boundaries so that there would be less fighting between the Indians. So you would have, of course, to these people who have always been nomadic and been roaming, 
telling them this is your boundary, don't cross it. It just doesn't make sense to them. Um, so that those were the real, real factors behind the Fort Laramie treaties. I mean, they've still got money for it, though. Yes, it's, it's called but it their government paycheck for, every month. Yeah. Well, again, that doesn't always come every month. It goes that goes to the BIA, and then not every Indian gets that right because there's uh, tribes can set. Uh, tribal enrollment which goes down to blood quantum so how much indian blood do you have and then that determines how much you, you get so do you think elizabeth warren at one percent should be getting the fucking no money <laughs> exactly no what did, did what other major, there, hold on hold on okay. what other major civilization took over another civilization and then paid them for it and gave them land to live other than Nazi Germany with the Jews. That's another subject, though. Did Alexander the Great ever take over anything and then give them money for it? Hell no. Did the Aztecs he ever take them over into any their, part into of South empire, America though. and give people money for it? When the Indians themselves took over land from other Indians' tribes, they didn't fucking pay them. They slaughtered their ass. The Blackfeet slaughtered tribes upon tribes. They didn't fucking pay them. They didn't give them more land to live on. It's it's bullshit. <laughs> the whole fucking so, reservation so. system is bullshit. So, from a, from a historical this, perspective. Let me get this straight, though. You're, this sounds kind of like you're advocating genocide then, that we should have just killed them all. <laughs> that well, that no, kind of sounds not what you said. Because it's not that can, we should have killed them all. It's just like... If Why should we have to give them things for the, the betterment of our people when they didn't give anybody else anything? It It's not a two-way street for them. The Blackfeet were murderous. They didn't... If you weren't Blackfeet, they killed you. Why would they... Exp Why do they demand that we tr don't treat them the same way? Why did they demand that we give them land and money for it? That's not what they were demanding. Instead of, <laughs> they instead were demanding of what to they be left alone. People. They were demanding to be left alone. I don't think I don't think you guys quite understand. I mean this whole idea of concept of ownership of the land and being paid for it wasn't common practice in Native American tribes. It it wasn't. It's a European thing. Right. So they weren't calling these uh, treaty negotiations saying, hey, since you guys are coming, you know, why don't you kick some, a little something our way? That was completely the federal government <laughs> because that was what our concept of ownership was. And it was an, in, in an attempt, no matter— To I reduce mean, conflict? To reduce conflict, right? I mean the legal thing, right? What do you do when you want something? You asked if you can buy it. <laughs> Right. That makes sense to us. But to them, that didn't make that, you know, that wasn't common practice. Maybe you would trade something, but it, there was no like real concept of ownership of the land. And in our uh, terms, you know, that we that, that we well, that's know. Not, that, that's not necessarily true either, Zach, because they fought each other over land. Over right. I'm saying the concept of of ownership of the land, I own this set square of land, wasn't necessarily there. Yes, they argued that or fought over, you know, 
from those mountains over here. This, these are our ancestral lands. That's different than saying I bought this square land and I own it. This is mine. It's well, it's, you a want, little, it's different. Not right? necessarily. We say I paid for this square land and I own it now because I paid money for it. That wasn't a common practice in there. No. They didn't lives. pay money for it, but they fought for it. And you don't fight fight for land unless you feel like you own it, own the land, and it's yours. Right. They might I'm not have been, There the, might the not have been a money exchange. But they was fought different for between it. the two, in between the two, between the two entities. Just like the the concept of ownership. Their concept of ownership was that like they have inherited Europeans the land to America and they've lived there forever. Not, and I'm saying not necessarily. If you're fighting for land, then you believe you own that land. No, I and know. It's yours. No, I know. You're not. And that's me. the concept of ownership. Like, you take money completely out of it. If this. Let's say if this house I'm sitting in right now, I felt like it was mine and someone came to take it without paying money, take money completely out of it. I wouldn't just give it to him. You fight it because you believe it's yours. And that's where the ownership comes from. Yes, but (laughs) their concept of ownership was not the same as ours of land ownership. Their concept of ownership was yes, we have to fight for this because it's ours. And and that's Europeans because, came over thinking to own this land we have to pay for it. That's all we're saying. Well, no, and that's what I'm saying. If they felt like that you only fight for land for ownership, you only fight for it, why didn't we just fight for it? Why why do we have to pay them if that's not how they viewed it? That was the that was the peaceful exchange of property was paying for something right to a European. That was how you did things. If you wanted something, you paid for it right to these people. They were, they weren't fighting because they, they were fighting to protect their lands, not to gain more lands because they, it was the idea that they had more lands. And that's what I'm saying. If they didn't want the money, why'd we give them money and land? That's a so good question. You're saying that, <laughs> I don't have an answer to that. That is that's so a good question. So you're saying that, like, if you flash back, no, no, like, like, why are we still giving them government paychecks? No, I know. At all. But like, like in, in if, let's say America is still here in a thousand years, are we still going to be paying the Native Americans for the lands we took a thousand, twelve hundred years earlier? The money is is not solely for the land. And it's for government benefits that we have said we will provide you, right? We provide tons of benefits to Americans who aren't Native Americans, right? There's and, uh, and, and I should I'll just, disagree they with should that just, too. They it's should just stupid. get off their asses and get a job. Like honest, Give, giving giving people handouts does not help them improve their life at all. And you can see that on almost any reservation, reservation or at, even in big cities. Like just yeah, handing I'm not, out. I'm not arguing with that. I'm just saying the money that is paid to tribes today is not a continual payment solely for the land. It was for other benefits. And if you don't, if you think that's wrong, then you need to vote because that's all federal Indian policy. So, onward. Or Jason, you haven't said much. Are you still there? You awake? Yeah, I'm here. You got anything to add? No, not nothing that's uh, as intellectual as what you guys are putting on. All right, Jason so we'll move on to a free education right there. And Jason knows a lot about aliens, I'm sure. Jason, lead us off with aliens, man. 
Aliens. Aliens. What kind wait, of aliens wait. Before you, you start on wait, before you start on aliens, if you guys have anything you guys want to say about the Herrera and the Native Americans and us paying Native Americans, blah blah blah. Let's go grab a beer sometime. Let's get a beer. And comment in. Follow me comment at Zman nine eight on Twitter. You can you can at me all you want about this stuff. I'll go I'll go for hours. At Zach.gale. Or you can just at the 307 rendezvous. We'll hear you out. We want to know what you guys have to say. So, anyway, Jason, onward with the aliens. First of all, what kind of aliens are we talking? <laughs> General aliens. We're not talking about the greens or the tall whites or the fucking any, just aliens in general. Wait, you weren't asking like a distinction between illegal aliens like down south, but like space aliens? Yeah, no, no space. space aliens. Although the illegals are kind of scary, but we're talking about <laughs> space aliens because it's October. Hey, wait. One thing. Really I, I was just clarifying Zach. what Jacek was asking right there. Zach, Zach, Zach. Yes. yes. Did you see the Donald Trump said that we should build a moat around the border and fill it with gators? <laughs> no, I did not see that. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I saw something where Trump said that the border patrol should shoot them in the knees, though, so that they can't continue to try and cross. <laughs> brutal. Just absolutely brutal. Yeah. So I don't know if that's real or if that's fake news, but. Yeah. I mean, would it hey, surprise you, you do if what Donald you Trump do said to... something like that? Would it no, surprise you if Donald I mean, Trump tried to get a most people took an oath to protect this nation and the Constitution, and if that's what it takes to protect this nation and the Constitution, then hey, so be it. Yeah. Okay, Jacek, start us off. Space aliens. Space aliens. I don't know what the fuck about them. Do I believe in them? Yeah, Ever sure. Start there. By a space alien. I mean, yeah, I believe there's aliens out there somewhere. I mean, exponentially speaking, with as many planets and galaxies and shit out there, there is... I think you mean statistically speaking. Statistically speaking. Exponentially speaking. (laughs) (laughs) There is a tall, hairy monster running around with a guy that can drive a spaceship that smuggles goods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Chewbacca. Yeah, statistically speaking, there is one of those out there somewhere in lightsaber battles. Oh, dude, I hope that's true. That was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, dude. Yeah, come on. I don't know if they're still there. Speaking, but I mean, could I be think Jason's right, right, though. Like, yeah. there has to be aliens. You <laughs> yeah. can't tell me space isn't as big as it is, and there's no other life form. Yeah. Yeah. Literally impossible. Yeah. So do you think Area 51 has them? I think Area... I don't know if they have them on location, but I believe that that they have knowledge of them. Yeah. Did you see that Nobel um, winning scientist this year came out and said uh, humans will discover aliens in like the next 30 years? Oh. No. Yeah, well, that happened this week. I I don't know the dude's name. Hmm. Uh, did you guys see? This was a, a little while, a couple weeks ago, uh, but the U.S. Navy confirmed a couple UFO videos that are real. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, UFO it could be anything. 
Well, yeah, but you should watch some of these videos. Well, it couldn't be an identified flying object. Yeah, just the fact that it's unidentified. It could be a plane, they're just not sure, or a meteorite, or something along those lines. It's unidentified. Yeah. I mean, I suppose. Yeah, but but how do you mistake a meteorite for a spaceship? What's more fun to think about, though? Aliens or a freaking meteor? Aliens. Definitely aliens. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, though, what do you think the aliens would ever, like, come invade Earth? <laughs> like all the if movies they, they make? If they needed to, sure. No, they're probably looking down at us and they're like, what, why are, we wouldn't waste our time. These guys are retarded. Why are these guys still paying Indians after they've defeated them? <laughs> yep. If they come wipe us out, they better not give us land. <laughs> they better not pay us for land. Yeah, We're going to be I'm so not, pissed off if they spare a little Kill section me, of the dude. earth. I'm not taking any greedy alien money, dude. None. He's Kill me. It'd be kind of cool to have aliens my life and spared though. my land. Fuck. Get so off my uh, lawn that you left oh, me. Well, like Davis and I were watching this movie like two weeks ago. It was called The Fourth Kind. It's on Netflix. Or did we get it off Voodoo? Pro- Amazon Prime. Oh, we got it on Amazon Prime. My bad. But the aliens in that movie, they abducted people with this white owl. It's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. If you ever get the time, you should watch it. It's it's um it's in, based on a true story. It's in Nome, Alaska, which Whoa. has a super tiny population and is visited by the FBI more than any other town in America. Yeah. And it's only accessible by boat or plane. There are no roads leading to this town. Interesting. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So if you guys got abducted by an alien, would you, would you want to be abducted, or how how would how would you handle that situation? I don't know if you'd be able to actually control yourself. Wouldn't you? You'd probably be like in a in a trance. No, but if you could, and like you're getting carried up by the beam, what would what would be going through your mind? I'd be trying to grab anything I can to stay on the ground. Yeah. Jasic? I I don't even know, dude. If we got invaded by aliens, we'd be so screwed. They'd be No, ab- abducted, man. If you were by yourself hunting in the forest and a beam of light shoots down on you and starts pulling you up to the sky, what would be going through your mind? <laughs> I'm <laughs> Fuck, so I might die. There. It's so out there. I'd be like, well, <laughs> I well, didn't ever think happens. that this would actually happen, but it is. Hopefully I get out of here alive. <laughs> I wonder how many people to... would confuse that for like the lights they see leading to the pearly gates. Like, huh. <laughs> you know, that just died. Oh, shit. Am I going to heaven? Yeah. You boys wouldn't be trying to collapse some alien cheeks if that happened oh jesus oh who's to say that <laughs> abduction they have an thoughts everybody abduction thoughts yeah 
the least thing on my mind is getting laid at that point. <laughs> no, I'm I'm trying for it, dude. As you're getting sucked up by a light beam, all you're thinking about is, man, I hope there's some hot bitches up here. Time to clap some cheeks. <laughs> Where are all the white women cheeks. at? <laughs> man, no. I just love interracial women. I, I think uh, aliens would like me, man. I, I think we would get along. I think any four of us would get along with aliens if they're looking down on us and thinking we're all a bunch of fucking idiots. But I, I mean, mean, if this was like the beginning of a impending invasion, it'd be a great chance to teach them conservative values so that they could, you know, impose a conservative will on the world. <laughs> yep. I, I I really think uh, if I got abducted, I would make some friends. <laughs> Well, good on you, I guess. Hopefully I have a cigar or a beer on me while I get abducted so we can have a smoke or something. <laughs> mm, maybe. maybe. Or some good old Tegrity weed. <laughs> no, dude, bring the aliens peyote. Oh, true. Yeah, there you go. Love the time of their lives. That's cultural appropriation. I wonder if they have... Uh, do you think aliens have drugs? Or alcohol? I bet they got Probably something to uh, evolve for that. No, no, no. I bet they got something that'll fuck them up, dude. They have to. How do you let the stress off of alien life? Dude, they're, they're probably just too evolved. That probably just doesn't even exist in their brains. Probably not. Bastards. What the hell are they supposed to do for fun, then? Conquer the entire universe? No. <laughs> Even that seems if I, pretty fun to me. Okay, so are you saying in Hitler's quest to conquer the world, he didn't enjoy a fucking drink every now and then? No, Hitler didn't drink. What? Don't you remember that tweet a couple yeah. weeks ago? Hitler was a vegan yeah, was and a... did not drink beer. Yeah. Or he didn't drink alcohol. Veganism so, was a thing that long ago? Have a fucking... Jeez. He was a vegetarian. Have a fucking steak... And drink a glass of whiskey. Don't be like Hitler. I bet yep. aliens would like steak and whiskey. Yep. All right, boys. I gotta get going. Wait, hang on, Jacek. One thing, really quick. Since it is October, what's your Halloween costume idea? Jesus Christ, I ain't dressing up. <laughs> wow, you were fucking the most. Oh, I don't even know, man. You are so uncultured. Who the hell doesn't dress up for Halloween? All right, so let's uh, sign off while we still got Jason. Give us your closing thought, man. Come back to me. Um, no, don't come back to me. It's good to be back, I suppose. <laughs> Can't wait to... You're going again, boys. Like yeah. Well, we can't wait to see you either. Yeah. Is that closing thought? Uh, my Halloween costume this year is going to be uh, Keith Richards. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's good to be back. It's fun. Are you, you going to include the heroin in that Halloween costume? <laughs> uh, if you can hook me up, sure. <laughs> oh, dude, I bet your sister can hook him up. True, non addictive. <laughs> good. That's what I need. Uh, no, it's good to be back. Glad I had a, a little break in my day that we could record this, and I'm happy to continue any political discussion over on the Twitter. Uh, so don't be afraid to at me. Hell yeah, brother. That's uh, ZMAN.4098 on Twitter. 
All right. Carter's closing thoughts. Here's a Halloween costume idea. Dave Portnoy. And I'm just going to hit up every pizza place in this town, this godforsaken town of Laramie, and make videos all day. It's a lot of pizza. Whatever, dude. Toppers, Mr. Jim's, Domino's is just, no one gives a shit. Local pizza places. Oh, so not like uh, Little Caesars? No, I'm not going to Little Caesars, Pizza Hut, or Domino's. (laughs) Fuck that. Jeez. Jesus. All right. One bite, everybody knows the rules. I don't, my Halloween ideas are like Gandalf or the dude from the Big Lebowski or uh, Steve Zizou from the Life Aquatic. I don't know yet. No, Davis is going to be Gandalf and his staff is going to be beer staff. (laughs) (laughs) I think that'd be pretty fucking funny. That'd be pretty funny. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, Check in Instagram, Twitter, follow us, like us, comment in.